My name is Jeremy, and I'm, um, I'm the pastor here at Bless the City, and I have a, just a short message for you, and then we're going to step into having some good tacos and some prizes and a bunch of stuff. But if you know it, say it with me. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever should believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the gospel, right? That Jesus came completely humble, and he gave his all. And if you could put up that one verse up there, I might not read all of it, but this is what I had in my heart is, is this simple phrase, joy to the one who gives. How many know God's a really happy God? And he's happy because he's also a generous God. He gave his all. He gave his best for us. And it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, I'll just read it to you, is this, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must decide as he has decided in his heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. And he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanks to God. Now, hey, I read all that to you for this simple reason today. I felt like God was talking to us about generosity, and first of all, it's God's generosity to us, that he is a generous God, that he gives his abundance to each one of us. But he's also modeling that for each and every one of our lives. After all, Christmas, what do we do? Everybody gives a bunch of presents. And there was four different thoughts that I wanted to share. Where I invest is where I get my fruit. We're never called to give from pressure or obligation, but always from the heart. How many know God didn't come reluctantly to earth, but he came fully, gladly for us? Three, God promises to provide all your needs. You will never lose by being generous. The blessing of God comes to you to transform your heart. Every time God gives you something, there is an invitation for God to use it to transform your and my heart, to increase our love towards others. And lastly, the result of generosity will be this. Needs around me are met and thanksgiving towards God. I was reading right before I got up here. Jesus, right at the beginning of his ministry, walks into his hometown of Nazareth, opens up the scroll of Isaiah, and he says this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. 
to set at liberty those that are captives, to proclaim this is the year of the Lord's favor. God came to earth, a humble baby in a manger, and he expended his entire life here on this earth, and he came with this message, I am not just coming to give you the scraps, but I'm giving you everything. We have a generous God who gives us eternal life, and not just life for later, but life for today. Even this, it says in Ephesians 1.14, not only does he give us salvation, but he gives us his Holy Spirit. In other words, he gives us a sense of knowing God is with me today. He is a generous God, not for later, but he's a generous God for now. If God gave his son, and if that transforms everything, what would it look like if we partner with him in our lives being a generous one towards him and towards others? What would it look like for you to live generous towards God? What would it look like for you to live generous towards others? This second Corinthians passage says this, God promises to provide your needs. God promises that you will in all ways have everything you need so that you could be generous on all circumstances. Folks, you don't lose by being generous. God came and gave his all that through us then we could also be an ambassador of his generosity to the world around us. I, I just, that was really what I wanted to share this morning. And I just, I just felt in my heart this morning that we need to step into the place of saying, God, what does it look like for me to be generous towards you and towards others? And a quick story before we wrap up. About six years ago, six years ago yesterday, I got married to the love of my life, Yolanda Raquel. And it was super fun, super awesome, super fun. Who says that? It was awesome. Um, and so we're getting ready on a plane in July to go to the Czech Republic. And I, had the, I bought the ring, went to a Kay's Jewelers in the mall, got the ring. It's all nice. And I'm talking to my sister on the phone, and I'm saying, like, hey, you know, like, I'm really excited. Yep, got the ring right here. I open up the ring box, and uh, the ring's not there. And so I'm like, uh, uh, Melanie, let me call you back. So I'm like, I'm going to call my sister back. So I check underneath the bed. It's not there. I check everywhere in my apartment. It's not there. I drive to my office at a church. It's not there. I go back home, and I check everything again. I go everywhere in my house. I'm looking for this ring. I cannot find the ring. And so I'm like, okay. So I go to Case Jewelers, and I say, hey, uh, I just lost my engagement ring. Oh, when, are, um, when do you need it by? Well, we're leaving in an hour and a half for Prague. And so they, like, they type in the order number, and they say, well, good, you're in luck. That exact ring just came in yesterday. So I pull out my credit card. I'm like, there you go. Let's do this again. And I bought myself another ring. We go to Prague. And we uh, had this amazing missions trip, all this stuff. And then there was this mini Eiffel Tower in, in Prague. And we go up to the top of it. 
and we're checking out the sites, come back down, and then we're, we're off this beaten path, and I end up proposing in the Czech Republic, there was this like beautiful little bench overlooking the city, this statue behind us. The, the only weird part of the story is there was this lady doing yoga off to the side like this, and I couldn't make her leave. So that was, that was a little awkward, but finally she left, and then we were able to, finally able to propose, and I propose, have this amazing night, there's fireworks in Prague, all this stuff, and, and then we head home. And then thankfully, I get home, look under the bed one more time, and there's the first ring, which I was really glad about. But the whole point of me wanting to share that with you this morning was, um, she's worth it. My wife's worth it. And, and I just want to say, I just want to say when it comes to what God has done and what he, who he, what he has given us, to, what he has given to us, I just want to say he is worth it. Like he's worth our attention. He's worth our time. He's worth our investment of our finances. He's worth it of our investing in other people. Like he's so worth it. He's worth 20,000 20, engagement rings. Like he is, he's worth it. And And I want to say this, the grass isn't greener on the other side. The grass is greener wherever you water it. So when it comes to what you've built in your life, and if you look at, across the fence at other people's life and you say, man, it's better over there. I like what they have. Watch what they do and how they invest in their relationship with God and their relationship with people. How are you investing in your relationship with him? And how are you investing in your relationship with people around you? Could it be that what you're dreaming for in your life is on the other side of a life laid down? Surrendered to him, giving him your best, investing, your, yes, your finances, yes, your heart, yes, your time, and yes, with other people, yes, your in relationships, yes, your, your finances, yes, your time, all of it. We're going to actually, Nick, could you just pop up again and do a little instrumental stuff? I want to ask you this simple question. Where is God calling you to be generous? Jesus is calling us to follow after him. He came and laid down his life, generously giving all that he was. In your relationship with God, in your relationship with God's people, in your relationship with family and friends, There is a space that God wants to open up for us that we would sacrificially and generously pour out ourselves, not expecting something back, but because of the worth of the one that we're giving it to. Folks, he's worth it. I want to encourage anyone here too in the area of finances, I challenge you to give to God. Why? Your heart gets more attached to whatever you invest your money in. What I give my money to tells me what I value. What do I value today? What I give my time to. And some of you, I think about like my wife or some of you are new moms and you're like, I don't have any time. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to keep up with the ones, right? But what you give to God out of the overflow of your heart, means so much to him. Luke 21, 1 through 4. 
Jesus is standing in the temple and he's watching all the rich people give money. Imagine that. He's leaning back. This guy comes in with a big sack of money, gives it into the offering. This guy comes in and they're just giving. And then out of the corner, this little lady, a widow, quietly, maybe even a sense of shamefully, comes with two little copper coins. That's all she has. She quietly comes over to the offering plate and she puts it in. And Jesus stops the show and he says, this one, this one. You see, all those other ones gave out of all of the abundance that they had. They gave out of all of the, the excess of what they had. But here comes this lady with her two simple copper coins and says, God, you're worth it. I need this for food today, but, but you're worth it. And you know what God's promise to her is? I'm going to take care of you. I see your heart towards me. You never lose being generous towards God. Let me say that one more time. You never lose being generous toward God. You give God your all, he gives you his all. That's a really good trade. I'm just going to ask everybody to just close your eyes. Could it be that God is asking you to give him your time? Could it be that God is asking for your pocketbook? Why? Because that's where your heart's attached. Could it be that there's someone that you're called to invest in, a family member, a friend, a neighbor, the poor, and God is saying it's time to make some space in your life for that. God will richly supply to you everything you need. You seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. He promises to add everything you need. If we just put our hands out in front of us, just open palms up. I'm just going to pray over us. God, we just come to you with our two copper coins of our time, ability, our energy, all that we have, our skill. And Lord, we put it in your hands and we say, God, it's yours. Do with it as you will. God, we trust that as we're generous towards you, you will be way more generous back to us. We give you our hearts. We give you our attention. Jesus, thank you that you gave your everything for me. I just give you my heart. I give you my life. I give you all that I am. And with every eye still closed, I just want to ask this question. Maybe some of you here, you've actually never committed Jesus, made Jesus the Lord and Savior of your life. And today's the day you don't just give him a part of you, but all of you. He wants you. If that's you, could you just lift a hand? Awesome. Jesus, we come and we just simply say, here is, our, here is my life. Can we just say it together? Here's my life. Here is my life. God, we give you our, our energy, our time. We, we thank you for 2021 and all that it was. And God, we, we turn our hearts toward 2022 and we say, God, have your way in it. God, me, be the Lord of that space. Be the God of my life. I want to be generous towards you and towards others in 2022. And everyone said, amen. I'm going to ask James and Jenny if you could come on up. We're going we're gonna to transition to a little fiesta.
But as we do, I'm just going to have a couple friends here just up ready to pray. And I meant Jason. Yeah. I don't know what you guys are pointing about, and I didn't, I was ignored. I, anyway, you, I'm getting confused up here. So, but I, I want to encourage you, if God provoked your heart, everyone just look at me for a sec. It's super important that when God, God touches your heart, that you tell someone. You don't just keep it to yourself. So that's partly why these folks are up here, because maybe you need to come humbly and say, God's telling me to be generous. God's telling me to step in. So I want to encourage you to come and receive prayer. Prayer for anything. And no one's allowed to leave. We actually lock the doors downstairs, so you can't leave. And we have about 500 tacos here, so I really need help eating tacos this morning. Anybody like tacos? Good, authentic tacos. We got some good stuff. We got desserts for days. Amazing drinks, and I got a prizes. I got a ninja blender I'm giving away this morning, and a bunch of different stuff. So hang tight. And uh, can we just put, Svita, can we put our benediction up on the screen? We're going to pray, and then uh, we're going to be done. Read this with me, would you? Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen? Amen.